Good evening. Got a good show for you tonight. Uh, we got Wes here tonight. Dude, unfortunately, uh, wasn't able to make it tonight. He's uh, not feeling too well. But uh, we got Wes. Wes, how you doing tonight? All you need is Wes. Yeah. Yeah, well, the show will be fine. We got Wes. <laughs> uh, thanks again for being here, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I, I guess let's just get right into it tonight. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everyone. Did you hear the uh, the Ronda Rousey fight, or did you watch that? Was it a minute thirteen seconds? The fight between uh, Amanda is it Nunez? I think it's Nunez. I'm not sure. You mean you mean the part where she was a punching bag for a minute and a half? Yeah, that was bad. You know, a lot of people are giving Ronda crap about it. You know, America loves to build up a hero and then loves just as much to tear one down. And I really think that's what happened to Ronda. I'll tell you what, though, that fight. I challenge anyone to step in the ring and have someone drop bombs on you the way Amanda Nunes dropped bombs on Ronda Rousey, and she didn't go down. Now, I've been in a lot of fights. I know you've been in fights, too. You hit someone the way Amanda Nunes is hitting Ronda, I've never seen anyone take bombs like that and still be on their feet. I mean, she was hitting her with everything she had. I mean, hitting you know you know all the special spots on someone's head, the, the cheek to the neck. There are many places where you can make someone see stars real quick. And when I was watching that fight, honestly, I thought, I can't believe I mean, everyone kind of had that opinion of like, well, Ronda's overrated, blah, 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 blah. I don't think so, man. I really don't think so. You step in the ring, you let someone bash you like that. I guarantee one or two of those hits, 90% of everyone's going to be down on the ground. Knocked out. Either knocked out or going to be seeing stars and not know what planet they're on. And she stood there and took it. And I don't care what anyone th- anyone says. I think Ronda is a true fighter. Well, there's definitely something to be said about the amount of punches she took. She, I mean, I remember watching the fight, and there was like punch number four, punch number five, and they were all on the button. It was on the button, on the side of the head, uh, square in the square in the face. Uh, and she, the whole time, she was still standing on her two feet, and never once did it look like she was going to hit the mat. Uh, she definitely was in some trouble, and I think she got rocked and she was hurt. But she had it didn't look like she was going to hit the mat. And I'm telling you, she's one tough chick to take that yeah. amount of blows and not go down. There's not too many men that could stand in the ring no. and take those blows. I wouldn't go in the ring with her. Are Hell you kidding no. me? Would you? No, no way. I would have been down after the second one. And you know that spot I'm talking about between your neck and your chin? Yeah. That's a little magic spot. If you really want to knock someone out, you really want to hurt someone, you hit them there, and it's lights out. They're down on the ground. They'll wake up about a. I don't want to say I've done this before, but they'll wake up about a minute later and not know what planet they're on. They won't even know where they're at. And she took like three or four of those and didn't go down. And so, you know, this Amanda Nunes is a little cocky. Here's uh, TMZ interviewed her, and here's what uh, Amanda Nunes had to say. Was this what you predicted all along? Did you think it was going to be this easy to beat her the way you beat her? I don't know how Ronda Rousey went too, too far away in this division. Honest? Like, I don't understand why those girls lost for Ronda Rousey. Wow. I know since my first fight in UFC, I can beat Ronda Rousey. But, of course, I have to take my time and then let the life is put everything together. together. And that day was... The day, you know, to prove everybody, and I did it. Yeah. Was it actually easier than you thought it was going to be? 
Yeah, uh, actually, my camp for Misha Tate was hard, more hard than, than training for Ronda Rousey. Wow. Uh, Amanda, some people say Ronda Rousey is the greatest female fighter of all time. Is Ronda Rousey overrated as a fighter? Yes, for sure. You UFC make this happen, you know. They like put her on places she don't know at, you know. But I know I can beat Ronda Rousey since I saw her first fight. Wow. I'll go and translate what uh, Amanda Nunes said there. I'll, I'll I'll be the racist piece of garbage and translate what she said. She said, "I knew I could beat Ronda Rousey since I saw her first fight." You know that's pretty cocky. Yeah. I'll tell you where Ronda made the mistake. And I know we don't want to turn this into the UFC show. This isn't the Joe Rogan show. Yeah. But I'll tell you where Ronda made the mistake. She made the mistake of going toe-to-toe with a striker. If she, I guarantee you, if Ronda would have been able to get her hands on Amanda, she'd have been done. Yeah. She would have brought her to the floor, probably broke her arm, and been done with her. But Ronda's not. I don't know why she gets in these fights to where she wants to go toe-to-toe like she's Mike Tyson. She's not a striker. By any means. Yeah, no, she's she's definitely more of a kind of a ground game. I mean, she was known, I think, before she actually got on the UFC, and I'm, I might be all wet on this, but uh, she was known for breaking people's arms, and that's that's what she's good at. And, and definitely, she needs to up her striking game. Her stand-up needs to be better, and it probably will be if she's not done. I, she, I, heard, I hope she's not. I, I hope she's not, too. I heard rumors of possible retirement. In fact, her mom, there was an interview I saw somewhere, of uh, they were interviewing her mom, and her mom said, "Yeah, definitely, she would like to see Ronda retire." Well, yeah, I mean that's a mother, though. If if you or I were in the UFC, our mother would be saying the same thing. But you know what, Ronda is tough as nails, and she's taking a lot of crap online about losing this battle and losing this fight, being overhyped, overrated. And you know what, all those people who say she should be, she should retire, she was overrated, blah blah blah. You get in the ring with Ronda. And that goes for male or female. You get in the ring with Ronda. And I guarantee I, most of the men I know, Ronda would mop the floor with them in two freaking seconds. I, there's no way in hell I would get in the ring with Ronda Rousey. No way. And I'm, I outweigh her. I'm probably stronger than she is. I'm probably physically more dominating than she is. There is no way I'd get in the ring with Ronda Rousey. She'd have my arm broken in two seconds. And I wouldn't know what planet I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. And I hope she doesn't go anywhere. I hope she sticks around. I hope she takes this fight and and feeds off of it and comes back to, you know, back to where she should be. I hope she continues fighting. I hope she doesn't, uh, you know, I hope she doesn't give up. I'm not a fan of um, Amanda Nunes. Too cocky for me. Yeah, too cocky for me. Yeah, I agree with you on that. A little bit too manly, too, for me. Yeah. My taste. Yeah, I agree with you. Leave my Ronda Rousey alone. (laughs) Yeah, I hope she comes back. Well... Something I was gonna I was gonna bring up to you, Wes, and you're gonna find some interest in this. I'm sure you are. Men need to get drunk twice a week to stay healthy. Men must physically meet with four friends two times a week, and strong and have a strong male friendships, which lead to a stronger immune system and the release of endorphins, and overall decrease the levels of anxiety and even higher levels of generosity. It also seems that going bar crawling for a night reinforces a sense of teamwork and camaraderie. The only downside to that is most men have women in their lives. Yeah. They and, don't understand. And they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. They cut you off from that real quick. Why don't you spend time with me? Why don't you, why don't we go to this? Why don't we go to that? Maybe that's why I'm single. Yeah. You're drunk again. Yeah. You're drunk again. You're drunk again. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why you come Yahoo home? News, Yahoo News says it was healthy. Yeah. Well, right here is a proven fact. You can just email this to him, you know, while you're at the bar and send it to him to, via text message. And <laughs> this is what we need to do. I thought it was interesting. That is interesting. So it says you should actually get drunk, huh? Yeah. Twice oh. a week. What do they say? Twice a week? Oh. Yeah. Got to meet with your friends. You're already ahead of the game. Yeah. So it'd be like, I guess, Monday night football, Thursday night football, or Monday night football, Sunday night football. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things I didn't do when I was married is I, I never went out with friends. I never, you know, I was too focused on, and now I look back and go, what a waste. You know, I wish I would have gone out with friends. And, <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and most people, most married guys that I know probably wouldn't get away with uh, with with this either, but I, I enjoyed it. I think it's something that we should absolutely be doing uh, more often. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for going out. I don't know that getting drunk, but I could see the camaraderie of, of going out and having a few drinks with your friends, seeing a football game or spending time with friends and, you know, kind of just relaxing, having a, a few drinks and hanging out with friends. I don't know about getting wasted. I don't yeah, know that no, that's necessarily no. healthy. No, it, it's kind of nice to go out and do that and hit the reset button every now and then and come home with a different attitude and take a little break. And, you know, women do the same thing, too. I mean, they go to their little their little parties that they have at the house for certain things, right? And uh, I mean, they do it. Why can't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get a bunch of hate stuff on this. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, it's interesting when you're in a relationship with a woman, and I hate to turn this into like love line, but when yeah. you're in a relationship with a woman, there's always a double standard. Like you, you go out with your boys, you go out for a couple of drinks. And there's always hell to pay. But if she does it, it's like, I need to time away. I need, you know, I'm spending too much time with the kids. I need this. I need a break. You always hear that. I need a break. I need a break. It's not quite the same when you're on the man side. Yeah. There's no break for the man side. Or maybe I've just been with the wrong women. Maybe that's my problem. I don't know, man. I think if you do that as a man, you just, you're automatically thought of as an, I don't know. I didn't want to say a-hole, but yeah, I don't know. Did you hear about the U.S. Senator Ben uh, Sassy or Sassel? I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I'll go with Sassy. I like that. Uh, Moonlights as a Uber uh, uh, Uber driver, and he does a he sent the proceeds to uh, charity. I kind of like this Republican senator. This is kind of cool. He went out the the night of New Year's Eve, and he went out as a Uber driver. Well, when you're a senator, you can't actually have a side job. Like, you're a senator, and that's it. It's not like you can have a side job, which kind of throws me off because you think most of them are making money mm-hmm. on the side with something. But I guess if it's legitimate, like an Uber driver, they're like, nope. He had to give it all to charity. But what's cool about it is he went out on New Year's Eve as an Uber driver, and he was taking people home who had too much to drink. How cool is that for a senator? You know those guys are as cocky as hell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He actually uh, sounds like he might have a heart and might be a, a decent individual. And it's it's great that people do like that, do stuff like that and donate to charity. I, I wish, you know, I wish more people would do things like that. I got one for you. Keep the change. Cops say man tip server with Valium pill. Can you believe this? <laughs> what kind of a junkie leaves a Valium pill as a tip for a waitress? You know you got some serious issues. I was going to leave you five bucks, but instead I left you a pill. They're about five bucks, five bucks a piece. Yeah. According to police, the jester led to trouble for the patron of a Pennsylvania casino on Thursday. Police said the, the man in the Sands Casino 
in Bethlehem tipped a server with a Valium pill. You would think that would land him in some... I mean, what was he thinking? Really, honestly, what was he thinking? I don't know. The, and the scary part about that, you know, if you think about it, I actually just thought about this. If you think about it, it's it's like trafficking narcotics. Oh, really. hell yeah. It's a felony. I mean, that's a felony. You could You could really end up in some serious, serious trouble. Do you realize if you're in your car, let's say you have a, a true prescription for Valium and you're in your car and most people don't carry the bottle with them because you can lose a bottle. So a lot of times people will get like pain medicine. A lot of times people who are on true pain medication, they'll carry three or four of them with them. They won't carry the bottle. Well, if you get pulled over and you got three or four of those in your pocket, that's a felony. They'll take you to jail for that. They yeah, don't mess around with that. You're absolutely right. And, and you know, I'm at fault for that, too. I, I, I don't take pain medication, but there are certain medications that I do take, and I don't have a bottle with me. I throw a couple in my pocket. There's a couple in my center console. Valium. Yeah, it's not Valium, people. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, you definitely can. I can't believe he did this. That is yeah. just stupid beyond all stupidness. Yeah, like what, what's a waitress like as big a junkie as he is? And go, oh, thanks for the Valium. You know, she's going to look at that and go, what the hell is this? I, she leave me a pill for I bet that's tip. what it was. I bet she was someone kind of cute. And he thought, oh, well, instead of giving her five bucks or eight bucks or nine bucks or whatever it is for their meal, I'm going to slip her a little pill. Yeah. What an idiot. I think she'd rather have the tip. I would. Rather than the... the well, I don't know. Valium is actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's uh, definitely something that I would not do. And you know what? That guy should be busted for it. That was st- stupid. Beyond all means. Kind of funny leaving that for a tip. Makes you wonder if he's sitting there drinking. He's like, hey, I'm going to leave you this pill, and it's better if you crush it up and snort it. Yeah, I saw a lot of that in Vegas. Yeah. A I lot know. of people. I have, too. They would. They would. Uh, I've seen a lot of that in Portland. Yeah. You'd wonder. I remember my first couple nights in Vegas. And I don't want to turn this into a bouncer show, but my first couple nights in Vegas, throwing people out, I'd be like, how did this person get wasted so quick? Like, I watched them walk in. I watched them drink three or four drinks, and they are just completely wasted. And then after a while, you'd st- you'd see you would see stuff like that. You would see them break out pills, and what are you gonna do about it? There's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah, they get sloppy after uh, a couple drinks and a few 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 pills down the down the hatch. They get kind of sloppy, and so you, yeah, I know I've seen it too, man. I, and it's scary, you know. I mean, I've seen it in Portland. The biggest thing in Portland is heroin. It's huge in Portland right now. Yeah. I've had friends that are hooked on it. It's it's a sad road, man. It's like China, the wrestler. What she die of? Ambien and Valium. Valium mixing it. Overdose, yeah. She had, she actually had an overdose of she was on taking Ambien and she decided to make a little cocktail of an Ambien Valium cocktail. And I think she I, I don't know, the the news report didn't say anything about alcohol, but she was actually busted for it. Uh, a few months prior, she was found unconscious outside of her apartment uh, yeah. from being too drunk. And I think there was pills probably involved in that, too. I'm not sure. But, you know, she died from that shit, from that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Go and swear some more. Yeah. Oh, man. We're trying to, we're trying to tone down the uh, swearing on the show. Yeah. You know what's funny? Let me talk about swearing for a second. Mm-hmm. This is going to irritate a lot of people. <clears throat> <laughs> Got to clear my throat yeah. there before I... Uh, yeah, take your time. Yeah. You know what's interesting about swearing is I actually swear a lot. I I, be, I try not to, but in my own personal... Like on Sasquatch Chronicles, you never hear me swear. Because I came, I became conscious really quick that there was kids listening. 
So I would I would do a conscious effort not to swear. Now it's hard to tell a guest not to swear. So sometimes I have guests on they swear. A lot of times when they swear though, it's not just they're describing something or describing an encounter. And there's a lot of emotion behind the encounter. So they'll swear and I'll let it go. I mean, I'm not going to... It ruins the show if you stop someone in the middle of the story and go, hey, could you not swear? It just ruins... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I let that go. But honestly, I try and not swear on the show. Um, and I swear like a sailor in my real life. You know, outside of the show. Oh, you're I not too bad. Well, I swear more than more than people realize. I swear a lot. What you're not a you're not an angel like everyone thinks. No, I'm not. I'm by no means an angel. <laughs> but you know what I mean. And so it's it. I don't know. How I got off on that tangent. Anyway, it's sad that China died. It's really sad. I mean, mixing those two <laughs> things, in, and I'm laughing. You're like it's sad as China China died, and I'm laughing. Yeah, I don't know where I was going off with that, but yeah. you know when China, you know, mixing those two pills, like. I'm sure she had a legitimate prescription for Valium and uh, her Ambien. But you start mixing those two, then you start drinking, you can die real quick. Look at Elvis, man. He died on the toilet eating chicken <laughs> when, he was, <laughs> when he was slamming pills and drinking. You know what I mean? Elvis had a happy meal on the toilet while <laughs> slamming pills. <laughs> or uh, chicken nuggets, maybe. On that note, uh, Wes, let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. And welcome back from the break, everyone. Did you hear about this? The doctors removed scissors from a man's uh, stomach after 18 years. It's the craziest thing I ever saw. That's crazy. He's uh, Vietnamese. He was uh, 18 years ago. He actually had, he's 54 now. He had a procedure done and the doctor, <laughs> I always think of construction when I hear a story like this, but they left a six inch scissor uh, was on the left side of his belly next to his colon. Uh, and doctors said that uh, they were rusty and they were stuck in his organs. And he, I guess he's been uh, just, he's been talking about pain in a side for years, and no one ever knew what it was. No one could ever figure out what it was. Well, they finally put this guy under an X-ray, and there's a pair of scissors back when he had from a surgery 18 years ago. How do you leave a pair of scissors inside a human body? You know, you and I were in construction. We did floor covering. I never left a tool behind ever. Maybe it's because I paid for them, and you paid for them. So you would never leave your tools behind. What's up with these doctors? How do you sew someone back up and go, oh, I forgot my scissors were in there. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. I'm not quite sure. I actually have heard something similar to this to where patients have come back six months later, uh, I don't know, maybe a year later, and they have gauzes that are still stuck. Like they've, they've gone through the whole operation, right? They've, they've done exactly what they need to do. Not so much the tool things. I mean, scissors, come on. Wow. But uh, I've seen gauzes that were stuck in people, and they've sewed them back up, sent them on their way, uh, taking you know, take your antibiotics twice a day, three times a day, and we'll see you in a month. And they come back, and they have this, they have this horrendous infection, uh, and it's because of the gauze that are left inside, like their belly, their stomach, intestinal surgeries that they have. How much are these doctors making i mean really they have one surgery they have to do today maybe two surgeries today and i realize you know part of it is doctors are overworked they work some of them work 13 hours a day 14 hours a day but you know what 
you're paid to do something like that. There's no, ex- no is, excuse. No excuse. What kind of a rush are you in? Like, is there some sort of time limit where you're like, let's sew them back up, let's get it back on, and no one ever double checks that? I mean, that would be the one thing you would think you would check beyond whatever organ you're repairing. They're like, it's lunchtime. Let's yeah, go to lunch, guys. Sew them up. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Sew them up. I'm hungry. My tummies are rumbling. Yeah. You know? I just can't believe this guy walked around with it for 18 years. This, this 18 years. 18 years in his stomach. A pair of scissors. Wow. That's messed up. He's lucky to be alive, to be honest with you. He's lucky that didn't kill him. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that could have actually gone to his blood. He could have had all sorts of, like, blood infections. Could I'm not cut a doctor. Up, cut up his organs in there. Yeah. A lot of bad things could have happened. I just can't believe. I mean, what kind of a rush do you got to be in to be like, well, sum up. We're out of here. You would think you would double check that sort of thing. Well, I don't know. Do the surgeons, when they do actually do the surgery, they're like, or do they leave it to their students? They're like, okay, we're done. They take their gloves off. They're like, sew them up. We're out of here. You know what's funny, though, is when you go to the hospital, let's say you go in for something. And let's say they give you pain medication. Like I've been in a major car accident, been in there. They count that down to down to the dime on those pain medications. You're only allowed X amount during so many hours and they know exactly how much you've had and on and on and on. I mean, they got everything in the, in those hospitals counted down to, uh, they can tell you how much you've pissed in the last hour, but they forget about a pair of scissors after they cut you open. Inexcusable. You know, what's funny though, is when you go into, let's say you got to have surgery done on your knee, you know, they come with a black marker and mark the leg they got to work on. Yeah. Does that seem messed up? I actually did know that, yeah. Like, it's your, it's my right knee, Doc. You don't need to mark it with a black marker. Yeah. That's why I'm here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. I have seen that as well. Pair of scissors. <laughs> They're like, my pocket knife's in your belly, guy. You you know, and I, I doubt you could sue for something like that. I bet there's some oh, sort of... I don't know. I think you could, man. Mm, I don't know. Uh, there's probably something, some fine print that uh, you've signed before the surgery saying that... That's what I mean. one, Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. You're probably absolutely right. To protect the doctors from... Uh, it's Vietnam, though. You know, that's basically like Civil War era type surgeries yeah. going on over there. I don't know. I'm just... Well, you know, this whole Obamacare... God, I hate to get into politics stuff, but, you know, the Obamacare thing has really ruined our uh, medical system as far as doctors... The way the financial flow, it, doctors are bitter right now. They're I very don't, bitter. I don't think most people who aren't on Obamacare realize how bad it actually is. It's horrible. You pay in the butt for it, and you really can't get any sort of help when you're on Obamacare because no one wants to touch it. None of the doctors really want to touch yeah. it. And the ones who do take Obamacare, they aren't worth a damn anyway. Well, it pays for the very minimum. They can't make any money. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I've seen it. A 1,500-year-old mummy was found wearing Adidas sneakers. Did you see this, Wes? I saw that when you showed it to me. So yeah. It does look like, and before you tell the story, yeah. it does look like the mummy's wearing a pair of Adidas. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, it I mean, does. you see the stripes and everything, right? And they actually, you know what, before we get into the story, <laughs> I might as well just tell the story, uh, they actually tested the shoes, and they were legit. Yeah, they look legit. Yeah. But why don't you go and tell the story for the audience? A 1,500-year-old mummy wearing Adidas sneakers is believed to be a time traveler. Uh, A recently unearthed mummy equipped with a well-preserved pair of Adidas sneakers has intrigued archaeologists and conspiracy theorists alike. While some consider it to be only a lucky find, others have brought conclusive arguments as to why this could be the remnants of an actual time traveler. The extremely well-preserved remains uh, belong to a Turkic 
a Turkish person, I guess you'd say, uh, that lived some something like 1,500 years ago in Central Asia. The body was found alongside the remains of a horse, a pillow, and a sheep's head. Archaeologists also find a saddle, a bridle, a clay vase, a wind bowl, uh, a, tr- a trough, trough uh, iron kettle, and four different types of Mongolian clothes. This is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, the resting place of the resting place was found uh, at an altitude of two thousand eight hundred three meters, and the mummy, still wrapped in felt, was resting in bones inside a three meter deep grave. The body preserved extremely. Uh, excuse me. The body preserved extremely well because of cold temperatures, together with the belongings and the horse remains. Did you say two thousand meters? Two thousand eight hundred three meters. That's like almost seven thousand feet up. That's about 6,800 feet up. That's pretty high up. Well, it is and it isn't, I guess. You know, I mean, Colorado's at 5,280, mile high. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. When you look at the photos of these shoes, they look like a pair of Adidas. When I first looked at them, I was like, oh, this can't be real. But the more you read that article, they're real. And I think it's white. Was it white uh, straps on the shoes? Yeah, it was. And, and that's it why looked, it looks It almost like, looked like, when they, I'm looking at the picture right here and... It looks like red shoe, red shoes with white. The Adidas, the Adidas logo. The three, the three white things that go down. You know what I mean? The stripes. Yeah. I don't know about time traveler. I think it's just a coincidence. But, but it, how could it be along all this other stuff that's right there with it? Are you kidding me? How's this all put together? The dude was wearing the freaking shoes. Well, I think that there were shoes at that time, and there was white straps that they used to with rubber soles. Does it have rubber soles on it? Yeah, here, look. Picture. Oh, the audience take a break here while I look at Woody's computer. <laughs> but yeah, right there. Rubber soles. Oh, yeah. Weird. Right there. That is odd. True or not, I I don't know. You um, know what, though? Our world, to be honest with you, and I don't want to go too far off on a tangent on this, Yeah. but I reject the idea there was caveman living thousands of years ago. I think we've become dumber as a really? society. Absolutely. I think we've become more stupid as a society. And I think the, uh, I, I think people in the past were smarter. I think flight was already discovered. I think weapons were already discovered. I think we've just rediscovered things recently that they already knew about things that had already been, They've already discovered and ran through it several times over. You look at the Sumerians. You know, our culture today is based on the Sumerians. They were the first to actually have a school system. They were the first to actually have a welfare system. They were the first to create uh, a civic government. They were the first to create transportation. They were the first to create weapons. They were the first to, I mean, we're idiots compared to what they did. And that was thousands of years ago. I think we're a dumbed down version of our predecessors and that and that could be there there's some stuff i i was going to touch on tonight but i'm not prepared for it and i'll save it for the next show but there's some stuff that go way back and i want to touch on the caveman thing and also on the nuclear weapon thing for the next show and there's some stuff i found that was found uh back in our past uh in history that was recently discovered but we'll touch on that on the next show You're talking about india no not india there was actually uh one of them was uh, they found uh, and again, I'm not prepared to talk about it, but one of them was a, a nuclear reactor that was uh, built way back thousands of years ago. And uh, another one was how they actually found 
the remains of a caveman in the Himalayan mountains. I see the pictures of the guy, and, actually, and to be honest with you, it kind of looks like Bigfoot, man. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a trip, and I, I'm not prepared to talk about it, but I think we'll, well, I'll touch it on the next show. We can go on, on the next show. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the next show. I think you'd be surprised. I'll dig up some stuff that'll, make you, that'll shock you. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of things, historically speaking, that we we think we're so smart now with our technology, and it's not even not even close to what they were doing back what then. they were doing back in the day i'm talking pre-flood yeah not even close they talk about it like about with flight and all that stuff too yeah absolutely yeah. with mm-hmm. flight you can even go back as far as the egyptians what it which in the grand scheme of things isn't that long ago and if you look at some of what the egyptians talked about they had already done flight flight was already done yeah. they already discovered it and it was done and if you talk about even the Sumerians, some of the Sumerian texts, they talk about flying in the sky. They even carved uh, little miniature flying yeah, like mechanisms, I'll say. Like, yeah. like a, basically an airplane. It looks yeah. like an airplane. Yeah. So I, you might be on something there. Yeah. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it on the next show. Yeah. I'll bring you on some stuff that'll make you really stop and go, we're not quite as as smart as we think we are. What do you think about this time travel thing? I think that's just coincidence. I really think that's coincidence. I don't think that's a time traveler. I think the the idea of um, because think about it. You know, if you go back historically speaking, you think everyone was wearing sandals back then. You tell me they couldn't figure out they were mixing metals and creating bronze. They were creating all kinds of different weapons. They were. You tell me they couldn't come up with rubber soles on on shoes and and feet. I, I I highly doubt they're running around with bare feet back in the day. I'll bring you some stuff. I'm not prepared for it either, but I'll yeah, bring you some either. stuff. I know they had the rubber plant, and they actually did. The, I think it was called a rubber tree. They called it back way back when. Yeah. Am I way off on that? Uh, let's let's touch on it on the next show. Yeah. No, we can sit here and talk all night on it. We but that's know. interesting. I almost wish we had a website to post that to, because yeah. that's actually a really cool article. And when you see the the shoes that person's wearing, you're like, oh my god! And you see all the the horse stuff and the and the clay pots and and the bridle. And you see the the clothes that were made, and you see these shoes, and they're actually dated. I if you dug up fifteen, if if you thought about digging up fifteen hundred year old pair of Adidas, that's what they look like, man. Yeah, uh, only in today's you know, only in today's uh, in today's society, as far as what the shoe looks like, it's dated fifteen hundred years old, but it looks like a shoe of today. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it right here. For people listening, if you it just type in fifteen hundred year old mummy wearing Adidas, and it pops right up. And you're right in the pictures; it does look. It looks like. A and they actually did tests on it. They actually took pieces of the shoe and did tests on it. But but if you look at it though, look at the shoes. And I realize this is a radio show, so we're like yeah. telling people to look at a picture. But there's one, two, three, four. It's not quite the Adidas symbol. At first glance, it looks like an Adidas shoe. But it's not. You can tell there's a rubber sole, and I think those white things going across were actually a way to tie them on onto the foot. I can't believe those survived. I guess at 7,000 feet up, though, you know, they probably froze. But if you look at it, the average temperature is above 2 to 4 degrees above Celsius, above zero in the cave. And so that's why the body was so well-preserved. That's probably why the shoes were so well-preserved, because they were frozen um, but that's interesting, man. That's really interesting. I think if people actually knew what, what our history was, I think a lot of people would be shocked about yeah. what's going on in this world. 
Could be coincidence. I, you know, I guess we'll. Call I think it it's coincidence. Look at the shoes; they're not actually Adidas shoes. They look at it at first glance; they look like Adidas shoes, yeah. but they're not. It's hard to tell. It almost looks like it could be a spot for maybe a way to lace. I don't know. A tie them on your feet. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I think. I was yeah. going to say lace them up, but that's kind of the wrong term. But anyways, I, I thought it was cool. I don't know. So, alien enthusiasts believe they have found. Did you hear this thing about Mars? No. You know, you, you realize we have that NASA has launched several rovers and they go out and they're doing all these tests on Mars. Yeah. They have found recently, and I'm just kind of, you know, uh, talking off the top of my head, but they, they believe they had, there were signs of water at some, some point on the planet. Uh, I've actually even heard of people saying that humans can actually survive on the planet because it's like being in, 15,000 at like a 15,000 foot elevation. So there's no atmosphere because yeah, because it doesn't have much. It does have a small atmosphere according to some people. If the human being was actually acclimated to that type of environment, he could survive. Uh, But I found this article and I want to share it with you. Uh, Alien enthusiasts believe they have found an exciting clue in the ongoing search for life on Mars. It's a spoon footage from a NASA Rover appears to show the large utensil on the red planet sand-like surface. It is the second spoon to be found on Mars in recent years, with believers claiming it could be the proof of developed life on the planet. Other objects, such as rings and gloves, have also been found. It doesn't shock me a whole lot, though, when you think about it. You know what's interesting? What was that astronaut lady that committed suicide? The, the suicide thing? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought this up because I don't have it in front of me. I don't either. But, but she said that there was, um, and she had a, a history, or not a history, she had a uh, education behind her that was very, very impressive, and a career that was very, very impressive. And anyone who looks at her career and her education, this isn't some Looney Tunes lady. Um, and she ended up committing suicide, but one of the reasons why she committed suicide, she left a death note saying that the government wasn't being honest about alien life. And she said that they're on Mars and that they're on the moon, on the backside of the moon. That's why we don't go to the moon anymore. And she had this long, I'll have to bring it up on the next show. I'll, I'll dig it up. But she she brought up that there's life on Mars already. There's already aliens on Mars. There's already aliens on the moon. And that's the reason why we don't go to the moon and it was just interesting to read it, but that's why that kind of stuff doesn't shock me a whole lot. When you, when you see the government shows you what they want you to see in pictures, they show you what you want to see or what you, they think you want to see. If I think if they showed the real pictures on what was going on on Mars and on the dark side of the moon, I think a lot of people would freak out. Yeah, I think it would be actual pandemonium if we, if we actually knew the truth. It was funny because we were looking up some of the stuff tonight, and one of the topics was, I don't have it in front of me, but was one of the topics was, is how come we haven't gone back to the moon? Yeah. How come we don't have a base station set up on the moon? I mean, after all these years, here we are in 2017, we haven't gone back to the moon? Why, yeah. why haven't Makes you we? Wonder, why it? haven't we? Didn't one of the astronauts, he said, what did he say? There was, Yeah, I think it was the second guy, the second astronaut to be on the moon, and before he passed away... As one of the astronauts before he passed away, he said that there was they were warned not to go back to the moon by aliens. That's right. I have to dig that up too. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have brought that up tonight, but it was really cool. He he actually on his deathbed said the reason why we aren't we haven't gone back to the moon is we're warned not to go back. That's why you know we don't land anything on the moon anymore. We'll be back after these words.
and welcome back from the break, everyone. I got one for you, Woody. You know, in the, what was the show? Episode three? I think it was episode three. We were talking about uh, you falling in love with the robot making you dinner. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was. Shaquanda, I think you named her. Uh, Rose? Something like Something that. Like Rosie. That. Yeah, Rosie. Anyway, uh, heat doing laundry? This is a robot for you. And this is interesting. It's uh, developed by a Japanese inventor, I guess. Uh, he received uh, about thirty, about $53 million, which is $6 billion, uh, in yen. About $53 million from his partners, uh, including Panasonic. And he in, he created the Laundroid, is what they call it. <laughs> and this is awesome. It washes your clothes, dries your clothes, and then it folds your clothes for you. And it, I mean, it, this is it, the only downside to it. I think for each piece of clothing at this point, it takes it about 10 minutes to fold, but who cares? You know I mean? If you're watching Fox news or whatever the hell you watch, uh, you could burn up, you know, yeah. you could burn up the time pretty quick or lethal weapon. Yeah. You know, it's like an episode of lethal weapon, yeah. which by the way is my favorite show on TV. Yeah, mine too. Uh, but anyway, and it, it goes through it, it. It washes all your clothes, dries them and then folds them. And it's it's trained to recognize what a shirt is, what a um, a sock is, and fold everything accordingly to the item that um, <laughs> that it yanks out. Uh, I don't know what the price uh, of it is going to be. They're saying about twenty seven hundred dollars right now, uh, and the sale is going to start in March. But who knows? Who knows what this thing? It's interesting though. I mean, hell, we got everything. We got one that'll cook you dinner, one that'll, you know, we're not too far off. It made me think of Star, uh, of Star Wars, you know, like when you bring your droids into the bar and they're like, we don't serve those kind. Yeah. These are like service bots, basically, that do different crap for you. And so uh, it's interesting. It takes about 10 minutes right now to fold one piece of item, which the inventor's trying to get it down to about three to five minutes. Uh, but, uh, you know, it makes you wonder about the world changing. I don't know if you've noticed yet or not. You know when you go to buy an item? Remember when you swiped your card? Most places don't accept that. And this has just changed within the last couple of months where you actually have to insert your card so it can read the chip. I'm telling you, chips are coming. And they're going to try and sell you on implanting it in your wrist or something like that. They're going to be like, oh, we're wasting plastic. We're, you know, I'm telling you, it's coming. And they're going to try and sell you on don't take the chip. Yeah, I I think you don't you're not too far off on that. In fact, there has actually been studies on it to where they've actually inserted chips into humans and it tells you it's basically your ID, your credit card information, uh date of birth, where you were born, and it's something that they're, they're I don't know, they're trying to put into play. I no way in hell I'm going to do it. Uh I, well, I, we talked about this on a conspiracy show one time, mm -hmm. and the guy that actually created that chip, he started back in the 70s, and the reason why he backed out of it is, and he, he was, by the, day, by, the, by the way, coincidentally found with a bullet in the back of his head, suicide. Mm, part of the Clintons. Right. <laughs> but he, uh, the reason why he backed out of it was because they were asking him, could you alter someone's DNA with the chip? And he thought that was way out of line. He was like, why would I alter someone's DNA? This is just for financial transactions, right? Right, one world order? Mm -hmm. we're, just doing, we're just doing financial and it, But it would be, he backed out of it because they were, they were asking him, could you alter someone's DNA through a chip? Yeah. 
That, that that's crazy. I, and hey, I, I'm all for uh, a, a robot cooking me dinner and doing my laundry and folding my underwear while I watch Lethal Weapon. I mean, that's that's like a dream come true, right? Uh, it, Not me. I don't think I'd get one. No, you wouldn't Something get one. Something creepy about it. I don't like that. I don't like. Uh, I don't even like having. I a need smart. to watch more of the Jetsons, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, the government watches you through your. You know, that's why they put cameras and phones, right? It wasn't so you have a fancy camera to snap a picture. Uh, I don't know about all that. And I actually saw something on online the other night too. Was they were talking about smart TVs? All the smart TVs. There's yeah, they they're can looking watch right it. back. Absolutely. Eh, I don't know, man. That's a little. You tell me they're not doing that. Nah, Come on, they ain't doing that, man. You're delusional. Really? Yeah, you're delusional. Well, it's a shame if they are. I mean, there goes the whole. I don't they're like this Woody Pratt sure likes to watch a lot of porn throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really where i was going with it uh but yeah no go i i don't believe it i don't believe it yet yeah you'll have to show me more proof than just someone saying oh hey if you own a smart tv uh you know uh the cable well, cables why someone in a cable or facebook is watching you look at look at that guy that died yes. recently he was over at front, uh, a friend. Of, uh, I have to look up the story. He's over at a friend's house. He dies, and what's the first thing they want? They want to look at his what is it? Amazon Echo, because yeah. they can pick up the uh, the audio from what happened to that guy. You tell me they're not listening in. You're delusional, not thinking they're not listening in. Mm. Of course, I have to keeping. have it proven to me first. How are you gonna have it proven? I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna be proven. Uh, I don't have an answer for you on that one. I I just choose not to accept it. Edward Snowden released all that stuff, said that they're absolutely doing this. He released all those CIA docs that said they're absolutely monitoring. If I don't have a camera on my TV, how are they how are they watching me? Uh, trust me, they're they're watching. I can click on my controller right now and say lethal weapon, and it will pull up lethal weapon, and I can watch lethal weapon well, as much yeah, lethal weapon. That's something as that's watch. advertised. That's something that's done by Comcast. But you're telling me that I can click a button on my controller. Right. Say something, mm-hmm. and it it automatically knows That's what. It's different. Audio tracks and video format. Video is completely different. Well, listening to you and seeing you, or I, I think they are listening in, and I think they're watching you. No way. It's happening. Oh, you need to come back to reality, brother. I mean, I try. People think I'm nuts. Trust me, yeah. they're watching you. What about all the metadata that they were collecting that they got busted for? Why were they collecting all the metadata? It's Russia. You know what metadata is, right? That's just all the website. It's all the it's the the lowest level of data they can collect on your phone. They can find out what websites you've been to. They can find out who that's you call. different. You're, you're talking apples and oranges. You're talking about some sort of data. That I'm can, talking about monitoring that they can collect versus video. You're talking video information that is set. While I'm I'm laying in my bed watching TV. Completely if two different things. If there's a camera or audio, I don't have a camera on my TV. They can tap in. And Do you have a camera on your TV? No, but I'm saying it's a smart TV. Like my phone can connect to my TV. I can go to YouTube, watch YouTube video, click a button, mm-hmm. and it magically appears on my TV, and I can sit. That's through your Wi-Fi, though, man. That's through a Wi-Fi. That's through a Wi-Fi interface. They're watching you. Trust me. Oh they're God. watching you. <laughs> well, you think I'm delusional, obvi- but they're watching you. Uh, obviously, we're going to disagree. On Why this. did they start adding cameras to phones? You ever wonder that? Do you ever wonder, like back in the '90s, you never saw a camera on a phone? Why we is didn't that? have the bro, we didn't have the bandwidth to do that, man. The bandwidth in the in the '90s, we didn't have the bandwidth. It was all analog. It was before digital. Camera has nothing to do with it, with bandwidth. Are you kidding me? No, really, ca- it doesn't. 
Camera is a simple function on your... Yeah, that requires a lot of bandwidth to transfer that amount of information. Not bandwidth. Yes, you can it does. slam a camera on any phone. No. It's not, it has nothing to do with bandwidth. It has absolutely nothing to do with bandwidth. Okay. You're talking about transferring okay. data. Okay, you're about, right. Transferring data and capturing the data is two different things. Back in the 90s, bag, phones were in a bag. They made a phone call. They ran off five watts. Our 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 phones now run off two watts, like two, two and a half watts. They well, run off go five early. watts. Let's, and they had no memory. There was absolutely zero memory. There was no reason for memory. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. That's not true. Mm, I beg They different. actually did have a lot of data on those phones. You're talking about analog. You're talking about making phone calls, analog versus digital. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with camera function. Why all of a sudden did they start slamming cameras on? On phones. You ever wonder that? Why is it that when you go on Facebook, let me ask you this. So you go on Facebook, you take a picture of yourself. Mm -hmm. Let's say you and me take a picture. Yeah. How does Facebook know when you click on your mouse over that picture of you and I, how does it know, oh, that's Wes and oh, that's Woody? That doesn't bother you a little bit? Delusional. Look, Facebook, all that stuff is all based on gps location what you've put in prior you're talking something completely you're talking apples and oranges man if you're talking a phone from the 90s give me a break man they don't have the capability that we had today why did they start slamming cameras and phones why wouldn't you it's a money-making scheme right it's it's to make money if you can record your son out at the lake if you can record this and you can and now we're doing video phone calls that's that's a step into the future that's a step in that's that's something that but there's uh, a prim- whether it's I hold on a second whether it's an iPhone whether it's whether it's a um, a Galaxy uh, something a Galaxy Seven let's say you have all these different phones it's it's the next step to selling commercializing and selling a phone to do something that the other phones can't do it's not about acquiring information mm-hmm. we're not there yet we're not there yet man I don't know I think you're being a little naive on it. Uh, I think that they put the camera function in there. I always wondered, why did they have a camera? Why is there a camera on the front, camera on the back? You tell me they can't tap in and see what you're doing? You can't tell me that you can't tell me you can't come up with something that there's a viable argument to why there's a camera on the back and a camera on the front. You can't think of something that... I'm going to dig up some information that's going to make you think I mean, twice. I can tell you why there's a camera on the back, a camera on the front. I'm going to dig you up some... You want to know why? On the next show, I'm going to dig up some information to okay. prove you wrong. We're going to... We're gonna, <laughs> further into this uh, even apparently we're all being spied on by our by our cell phones and our our smart tvs I guess. we are man edward snowden brought oh, it out man. and talked about it he even brought out cia documents showing that there was a concerted effort to russia's got to be behind all this now oh, brother it's russia's it's russia <laughs> everything's fault. russia it's russia's fault now let's do let's talk let's we'll continue this conversation i just right. i completely disagree with you on this though no, I disagree that Amanda Nunes is the new champion. <laughs> I think Russia, Russia had their hands in, involved. It's in Russia's that. fault. Yeah, I think they threw the fight. Yeah, bastards, freaking Russians. Putin sitting in there like he's high horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're wrong though. They're spying, and I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna make it my own personal I hope mission. You do. I actually show. hope you don't because that's I'm gonna sell that's you, even scarier, right? I'm gonna put together a presentation, and you're gonna. Yeah. You're going to think twice before looking up those old porn sites and you got your camera <laughs> phone looking right at you. You're going to think twice about it. <laughs> you got some problems. <laughs> the government guys are like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Woody's at it again. <laughs> Look at this guy. Can he just make a phone He's call? He's busted. That's why we got two cameras, one on the front, one in the back. 
<laughs> and we don't want to watch either one. And we don't want to see either one. Oh, man. What a mess. Hey, did you hear about these new contact lenses they have out? No. I don't do contact lenses, I know you remember? Don't. I know you don't. You know, the audience doesn't know this, but I have like an eye... I don't know if fetish is the right word. Phobia. Phobia. I have like an eye phobia. I don't like when people touch your eyes. Yeah. I don't like when people... Like when you put contacts in, I, when I say I'm in the corner about ready to throw up, that's no joke. Like I, I can't handle that for some reason. That I... I got this weird... Th- you think I was beat with an eye when I was young or something. Because, <laughs> with a contact in it. Yeah, with a contact because I got... Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, uh, he's actually right. I mean, he, he absolutely hates contacts. Uh, but Sony is developing a contact lens capable of recording and playing back video. You will soon be able to record and relive the most memorable moments of your life. The company has uh, taken the first steps to create the smart video lens. Smart video lens. Does this, does this mean they're watching me at all times? Not interested. Does this mean they're watching me? Yeah. Is there a camera in the front, camera in the rear? I'm sure they could tap into it. <laughs> and uh, just recently filed a patent for its design. The lens is capable of performing auto, uh, an autofocus, exposure adjustment, and zooming. The patent also showcases the ability to cal- uh, calibrate the camera with a wearer's blink. So if you blink, it's, it's going to reset the the lens to do whatever you want it to do. I don't know. It also uses an electro, this is a big word for me here. (laughs) Electroluminescence. Yeah. See that three times. Uh, Display screen to playback recorded content. These lenses will be, will revolutionize, revolutionize daily life and bring us closer to living in an augmented reality. Not augmented reality. Not interested. I'm not either. Yeah, that can cause I, a lot of problems. I thought you'd be you first know, to jump on something. Like that. I don't know, man. I think it's going to put GoPro out of business if it actually works. I'll go think about the movie industry. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I'm not it. The movie industry is a dying industry. <laughs> it's like radio. Yeah, that's why podcasts are so popular. Yeah, that's why radio is dying because no one wants to sit and listen to the same song they've heard a million times. I'm just not looking forward to watching my life over and in through my eyes. I guess. Yeah, I'm one time's enough. A lot of times. Do you hear about the military guys? They actually did this for the military, where you put in these contact lenses, yeah. and it, it you can actually see a night vision. It automatically switches to night vision. Oh, I didn't see that. And you can, yeah, they're using it for soldiers. They could run around at night and put in these contact lenses, and they don't need the night vision gear anymore because they can actually see because of these. Not interested. I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I put contacts in every day, and I'm not. I'm not for this, and. I guess I could see a place for it, you know, especially if you have, like, I guess you would say soldiers, they go in and do a, a recon of an area, you know, it kind of takes the equation of the, of the GoPro out on the top of your helmet or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I I could see where it would be, it would be cool in certain instances. I'm, it's not something I do, but yeah, not me. I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah. I got my phone with the camera on the front camera on the back. I don't need a pair of uh, contact lenses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't blame you man well i found something that was uh kind of interesting as well the uh, so there's an did you hear this thing about the arctic and the noise that's coming from the sea in the arctic and the canadians are out did you hear that story no what is it well an odd pinging noise that uh seems to be coming from the sea floor and uh, the Canadian military is investing in a strange pinging noise emerging from the seafloor to a remote outpost located in the Arctic. 
the Canadian Ar- or Canadian Armed Forces sent out a crew to examine the reports of the mysterious pinging noise that appears to come from the seafloor. And according to the CBS News, the inhabitants of the isolated community in Igloo, I don't know the proper pronunciation, but it looks like Igluic uh, and Navatut has been hearing a noise throughout the summer. They have found a uh, they have not found an identifiable cause. And the Canadian Armed Forces stated that they are taking the appropriate steps to investigate the situation. The noise has been described sounding like different things, like a beep or a a hum or a ping of some sort. And it's around the Strait of Fury and Hecka Strait, I'm not sure, uh, which is 75 miles northwest of Igluic. And this has been going on for uh, several months now. Those Canadians need to be careful. Don't go, don't go looking for answers to questions you don't want the answers to. And that's the scary thing, man. I mean, even like a, uh, a, military, a military patrol craft uh, went and checked out the area, and they've done several tests in the area, like sound tests. They even um, sent a, uh, you know, the sonar things, like the sonar sub thing, or the, they go and take pictures of yeah. the earth and the sound and all that stuff. Well, they did that for some time. And they can't figure out what it is, man. But they do know one thing, and this is the even scarier part. The thing that they do know is it's making the whales are confused. And they, so they don't know which direction is what because of this noise and they're getting confused. And it's, it's really screwing up the whole wildlife, uh, the, the, the whales, the fish and every, every, all the creatures, according to the, the site, uh, a lot of the creatures are all, they're splitting. They're like, we're out of here. We don't know what to do. They're they are like all screwed up from this noise. Isn't know. it interesting mainstream media doesn't report on that? you think that'd be big news. Hey, there's some strange signal we're getting from Antarctica, yeah. and it's kind of screwing everything up. We're going to go investigate it. You never hear you never hear anything about Antarctica on the news, mm-hmm. ever. No. no one ever touches it with a 10-foot pole, and that makes me suspicious. I know you're not suspicious of the government. They're not watching you. They're not messing with you. But I'm telling they're you, they're not on my iPhone and they're not on my smart TV. Oh, they are. Yeah, we'll see. And they're in Antarctica too. We'll see. It's pretty messed up, though, right? Yeah, that's really messed up. I mean, that's messing with our ecosystem and everything. Do you see that police in West Germany? Uh, this story is crazy. When I first read this article, I really thought this is an ex-girlfriend. This has to be an ex-girlfriend that screwed with this guy. And how this happened in the middle of the night with him not waking up makes me really wonder. But police say a man in western Germany ran into a wall, literally, as he opened his front door uh, to leave his house early this week. So this guy goes to open his door. He's in Germany. And there's a wall built in front of his door. He didn't know how it got there. He actually had to tear it down to get out of his house. And, I mean, that sounds like ex-girlfriend material right there is what that sounds like. I think I've sold the mystery. This isn't like some... Wes says there's a woman involved. Yeah, there's a woman involved in that. But it makes you wonder how you slept through that. Someone built a wall in your front door? Yeah, I don't know. It takes a while to put bricks up and put put the stuff down, or, you know, the, the mix, cement mix in between the bricks. I mean, that's, that's not something that just happens in, like, you know... Five minutes. No. And I can wake up and hear a car drive by in the middle of the night. Yeah. I don't know how this guy slept through a wall being built in his front door. Yeah, that was my question, dude. I don't know. Ex-girlfriend. Watch out for those women, man. They'll get you. Ex-girlfriend, ex-wife. Yeah, they'll get you. Pin in your home forever. (laughs) Also, you know, we've been talking about these drones and stuff like that on the last couple shows. And I saw this one today. So there's a new thing out that's an ambulance drone. And what it does, it's completely 
uh, flown by a computer or a nav navigational system. And what it does, is it receives, uh, you know, like, a, I don't know what emergency signal or whatever they send it out. And <laughs> this thing's pretty cool. Actually, I don't know how much money it is, but it, it, what it does is it has, you know, how the drones have like each corner, there's four corners and they have the blades in between and they spin. Yeah. Well, this thing can get into certain areas to where I guess maybe helicopters can't get into. I don't understand why we really need a drone to transport like the patients. Is that we already have like life flight. We have helicopters. Why, why, why do we need a, a drone? I don't, I don't know. I can't quite figure that out. I think they're trying to squeeze people out of jobs. That could be. They'd take you know, the pilot out of it. Take, take the, the pilot. Take the air take out the of big, it. Take the big, huge cost of the helicopter out and the fuel. Yeah. Go to Look electrical fuel. Food. I give it five years. And you're going to be ordering all your fast food, fast food through a robot. Yeah. I give it five years tops. If that. Yeah, if that. If that. And we're paying employees. They're already doing it in some countries. They're, they're doing it at the port right now. Yeah. They're doing it down on the waterfront, man. There's a lot of things that are going that were actually done by people and humans, and it's all mechanized now. A lot of it. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more of that. But anyways, this drone, what it does is it, uh, it's all, it's, completely navigational system driven so you can't screw up it's going to take the quickest flight uh conserve the most energy whatever get to the the person and it can actually adjust like uh, i guess it would get into more spaces that maybe a helicopter can't and what happens is you pick up the patient when you pick up the patient it gets in the hill here i said helicopter gets in the drone the you have a paramedic inside one there's one paramedic so you pick the person up get them in there and what you do is it sounds like from from what I watched is you basically hit a return button it says go to home wherever it is and it gives the ability for that paramedic to focus all his attention on the patient. We leave scissors in people, but we can't you know, we can fly a <laughs> Yeah. You've had scissors in you for a year, but uh I don't know, man. Well, thanks, Wes. Uh, thanks for being here. We're, we're just about out of time. And I'm going to hold you to that, uh, the cell phone dual camera thing and, and the whole conspiracy behind that. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about that next week. Until then, everyone, thanks for joining the show, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again.